Hello, welcome back to another episode of Digs and Distance post-game podcast with your host franchise and my guest and buddy Colton Moss. We're going to recap the Chargers-Raiders game. Uh, I'm a little bit down after that tough loss. Uh, It was a good game, well-fought game. Unfortunately, my second favorite team fell a bit short tonight. Um, They lost 30-27. to Derek Carr left the game with a groin injury. Uh, Marcus Mariota came in and filled in quite admirably, actually, for the most part. Um, for a guy who had only taken two snaps, I think, the last year or two years, something like that, and hadn't started a game in a couple of years. Um, anyway, Mariota was 17 of 28 for 226 yards with one touchdown, one costly interception. Um, overall, though, I thought he played pretty well. He also had nine carries for 88 yards and a touchdown. I liked what Gruden was doing play calling with him. Um, like I said, it's a tough one to swallow. They probably needed to win out to make the playoffs. Technically, they still have a chance to make the playoffs, but it's not likely. You're going to have to beat Miami when they play next week, and you're going to have to get help in the meantime. Or you're also going to have to get help besides. You'll have to beat Miami and Denver and hope Miami loses to somebody else. Um, Now on the other side, Justin Herbert continues to do great things for a rookie. 22 of 32 for 314, two touchdowns. Also ran for 14 yards and a touchdown. Uh, But yeah, he he looked good. uh, Raiders secondary struggled once again. Uh, had too many costly penalties, a couple of costly pass interference calls, and uh, yeah, it's just a tough one. We had a chance to win, especially with the Chargers kicker missing two field goals, um, but yeah, the, um, unfortunately just didn't go the Raiders' way in then. So, really quick before I let Colton talk for a little bit, I'm just pulling up the Miami schedule. To see who they have remaining. Because as I said, we'll need to beat them. Ooh, okay. We do have a chance still. Um, The Raiders do. They play the Patriots, who they should beat. But then they play the Raiders. And then they play the Bills. So if, if the Raiders get help from Buffalo, it is possible we could get in. But the other team in that equation is the Ravens. Because the Ravens coming into today had the same record as the Raiders, uh, so you can't count the Ravens out either. Um, And now that we lost today, uh, the Ravens, they play play the Jaguars. That should be a win for them. And they play the Giants, which Giants are hit or miss, and they play the Bengals. So... Actually, I mean, the Ravens could sneak in, too, especially if Las Vegas beats Miami and helps them out. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Like I said, we really needed this game today to really help our chances, but didn't go our way. So what do you have, Colton? No, 
Justin Herbert is really ticking me off with this Rookie of the Year conversation thing. I have a bet with someone. Ethan knows the guy who I'm talking about. And you do too, because I, I mentioned him an hour ago to you. Sam Bennett and I have a bet. I have a jersey on the line. And I have a case of 1919 on the line. So, I mean, <laughs> Justin Herbert's really ticking me off. I want Clyde's Edward Elair or Tua Tungabailoa or C.D. Lamb to win Rookie of the Year here. Justin well, Jefferson and Justin Herbert are really not helping my case this year. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think Hilaria has a chance. Um, two well, of them, he hasn't. He hasn't been playing. I well, think, I I don't think he would have anyway. I think it's gonna go to Jefferson or a quarterback. I think those are the two best bets is either Jefferson or a quarterback. Well, if Tua wouldn't have missed his game, he uh, would have. I think he would have made a strong case for rookie of the year. But with Joe Burrow down. I think it'll either be Justin Herbert or uh, Tua Tungvaluwa because I believe those are the only two rookies this year for quarterback. Well, Joe Burrow got injured, of course. Yeah, so. like just I, I mentioned, him. I said with him going down. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll it'll either be Justin Justin Herbert or Tua Tungvaluwa. Now again, Tua has been playing good. Outside of the one or two games that he missed, which doesn't help his case, but if he can start playing g- good the last three games, hey, that jersey in that case in 1990 might be mine, but I don't think Justin Jefferson gets it because, as you said, it's either a rookie or someone else, but I think it'll come down to a rookie or, or a quarterback or a wide receiver, but... The Raiders game, that was a very good game, and they missed one penalty on the Chargers down the stretch. That should have been a holding call, but they called it on the Raiders, and the Raiders holding call on defense looked more like a holding call than the other one did. It was actually pass interference on the Raiders. Um, but it was holding, though. It was. It but I mean, it, there's a difference between a holding I, call I and a pass interference call, is all I'm saying. Because it's either a five yard penalty or a spot penalty. Either um, way, would either way they would have called a first down, and, which is kind of dumb in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they missed one on the Chargers, but this game wasn't on the refs. And, nope. I, and honestly, I that's the only real questionable one I if, saw. I thought they were spot on on pretty much every other call. So I'm not, not going to be too mad about that. If a, if a crew misses one call in a game, that's not bad. The, the Raiders are lucky winning to overtime the way it did because um, they, the Chargers missed two field goals. If the Raiders would have made two field goals and the Chargers would have made two field goals, it still would have gone into overtime, but the points would have been higher than what it is. Yeah. But the, the Raiders got lucky on that that it went into overtime and that they could kick a field goal and that they lost. But that loss sure, sure doesn't help them. Yeah, um... With that said, I still like Gruden. He's in year three. Yep, they've I been, do too. They've improved every year since he got there. 
They won four games his first year, seven games last year. I guess technically they're at seven wins right now, but I think for sure they'll beat Denver and possibly Miami. So worst case scenario, I think they go eight and eight, which <coughs> is still an improvement technically over last year. Miami and I think Gruden is finally building the team how he wants after trading Khalil Mack and after trading Amari Cooper. I knew it would take a couple years to build the team how he truly wanted. And they still have some work to do, especially on defense. But you're starting to see how good the offense can be, I think, at times. Um, and with, between Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr, who's actually having quite a good year, Mariota even played nicely filling in. Uh, I mentioned Derek Carr had a groin injury. I should also mention Hunter Renfro was going, one of my favorite players was going through concussion protocol. So I'm hoping he's okay. And then um, you've got Josh Jacobs too. Right, you've got Josh Jacobs, you've got Darren Waller, who's turned into one of the best tight ends in football. No, I'm saying injury-wise. You've oh, got... yeah, Jacobs also had a knee injury. Um, he, like, looked, he looked good, but... Man, I don't know what his knee's going to feel like tomorrow or next week. And I think he had a knee injury coming into today, too. Nope, he had an ankle injury, is what Scott said. Um, I knew it was something. The Miami game coming up, that is not a tough game because I think Miami right now, this year, improved a lot from last year. Like, I think they still have some of the same players from last year. You're saying it is a tough game? It, it's going to be a tough game for the Raiders. Right, yeah. It's not... It's, if the Raiders, or not the Raiders, the Dolphins were like they were last year, oh, that's an easy win for the um, Raiders. Yeah. But... I think Miami has improved a lot from last year. Cincinnati, with Joe Burrow going down, uh, I don't know. The the AFC is pretty good for teams this year. You got you got the Browns, you got the Bills, you got the Ravens, you got the Raiders, you got Miami. You I would say Patriots, but man. You know, what's the difference from the year, you know? You got these Patriots fans who are complaining about certain stuff, and now they're just, they're off the grid. Like, I can't, I don't know where the Patriots fans are this year, Elijah. Can you, talk, can you direct me in their direction? <laughs> Good question. Um, <laughs> that was a joke, by the way, guys. <laughs> yeah, the... And I know Gruden's not getting fired, and I no obviously because he's here for ten years. But um, what I was gonna say though is, and again, you saw some improvement. I'd say even this year, even though right now they have the same amount of wins as last year, but that'll probably change. Yeah. Um, but what I was getting at is, you gotta start making the playoffs here pretty quick if you're John Gruden. I like what he's doing. I really do. But I think you better make the playoffs next year. And again, that's not me saying I think he'll get fired because getting fired after a fourth year of a 10-year contract would be a big pay loss for the Raiders, what they'd have to pay him to fire him. So I'm not saying if he doesn't make the playoffs, he gets fired. I'm just saying I think you need to start making the playoffs for from a fan standpoint. 
hopefully you have fans in that beautiful stadium next year and you you and I think they played decent enough this year and plus with people not being able to go to games I think that uh they'll build enough excitement for next year especially if they start winning that you know they'll have some awesome crowds but I'm just saying they need to start making the playoffs still here pretty soon under John Gruden. They they do. And <clears throat> if they fire him into a four-year deal with $100 million on the line for a 10-year contract, that's going to be a dumb decision and a poor decision at their, point, uh, at their uh, stage of the game. If they fire him five years, maybe six years closer to his 10-year, Closer to the tenure being done, I'd be like, okay, that's a good idea, but what, yeah, but what, still, a hundred million, and as much as you gotta pay him when he's gone, because you still have to pay the coach after he's gone. If there's still a certain amount left on the deal, you still have to pay him. So that's a dead cap on them, and that's a lot of money. What I was gonna say is. Uh... A Super Bowl would be nice for the Raiders, but I don't see them making the Super Bowl yet. If they get a lot more players and they get get a little bit more and improve more and get into the playoffs and work their way towards the Super Bowl, then I might say, oh yeah, that's a Super Bowl caliber team. But from what I see from Kansas City... A lot of teams have to beat Kansas City and be a little bit better than Kansas City in the AFC. Because right now, Kansas City looks like they could win the AFC every single year and make the playoffs every single year with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. Because Patrick Mahomes is a very good quarterback and better than Tom Brady and is going to be so much better record-wise than Tom Brady in his career. And no one... And no one can prove me wrong yet. Right. Well, it's kind of early to say for sure, but uh, I am curious to see how many rings he wins for sure. But I see him winning more than Tom Brady. But as I said, um, I like what Gruden's doing. I still think he'll get him into the playoffs here in the near future. Technically, it could happen this year, but it's not looking super likely. Um, but yeah, like I said, the next year or two, you got to start making the playoffs eventually. They do got to make the playoffs because I think this team could make it all the way to the Super Bowl in the coming years. But they need to make the playoffs to show me, hey, this team needs this to work on or that to work on. The Raiders need to fix their defense. I think their offense is pretty good with... Derek Carr, a quarterback. You guys got Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and I can name a lot. Yeah, there's like a handful of guys on offense, but defense they need a lot of help on. And they've got. And I know, and I know the defense's injury. I know the defense is missing people due to injuries, but those those guys need to improve. Yeah, they do. Um, they do have some guys on defense I really like that are good and promising. Uh, one of them we didn't see today, but their young defensive end, Colleen Farrell, um, is pretty good. 
and uh, um, so he's pretty good. And then you got Abram at safety, who is pretty good. He missed he missed his whole rookie year, unfortunately, uh, but I think he's gonna be pretty dang good. So you guys, they have a couple guys on defense that I think will be promising players. Um, even Kiwakowski, a linebacker, I think is all right. Um, but they'll have to improve defense more as well. Um, I was hoping the change of defense, the coordinator would change some things. Uh, they looked to me lost at times today on defense. I don't know what was going on there. Um, at times they looked better than others, but I think at times they looked lost. So I don't know if Marinelli will be the change they need or not, or if the off or if in the off season they'll go after somebody else altogether at defensive coordinator. I give it's it. It's hard to say, but I give it one more game because this game. I know this is his first game back as a defensive coordinator because he was with um the Cowgirls as I call them. I know they're called the Cowboys, but I call them the Cowgirls. Well, uh, the thing is, he'll get more than one game. He'll, yeah, get, he'll yeah. get the rest of the year, clearly. I, I, I know. And, but, then the, and then from there, they need to decide if he's the guy or if they need to hire somebody else going forward. So. He was he was the assistant defensive coordinator or the linebacker coach for the Raiders. So I think, I think they'll go back to that role on what he was doing rather than have him be the defensive coordinator. And I would be shocked if he was the defensive coordinator next year. But You never know. Um, yeah, again, I wouldn't know, but I'm just saying I, w- I wouldn't say the defense looked good today, but I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, they need to fire him or get rid of him. Give them another game or two or three of course he'll get the rest of the season and then see what he see what the defense looks like after him coming in but i think overall the raiders didn't play that they played good enough to win but yep. i i give the win to the chargers hats my hats off to the chargers that was yep. a, that was a good game for the chargers and they looked like more of a quality team to take that win more than the Raiders did. I don't think if the Raiders deserve to win today. I think maybe next week they'll get the win. I agree. Hats off to the Chargers. It was a well-fought game. I think both teams matched up fairly well, actually. Um, they... Let me pull up one more thing quick. I mean, the... Um, I, it was a three-point game. It was a three-point game, and uh, it went to overtime, of course. Uh, Raiders. Uh, Raiders. Ethan didn't win, then. If, if uh, you said the Chargers won by three points, he took them for double. Yeah. And they, the char- they, they Chargers won by three. The right. spread was three. But he said the Chargers for double by one. That means they would have to score more than three. No, that means they only need to win by at least one point. And they didn't get the extra point, remember? Yeah, they, but they, they won by three, which is more than one. They, the spread was three. Right, but Las Vegas was favored. 
So by him taking the Chargers for double, the Chargers only needed to win by at least one point. I thought you told me that if someone took them for double, they needed to score more than what the spread was. No. It's never been that way. Okay. That's why I say... Because the safe bet is to take... If you're taking the team that's underdogs, the safe bet is to take them by one point. And that's why we say that all the time. Because if they win by at least one point, then you get it right. That's how it's always been. Yeah, but they didn't score that one point, though. They didn't score that extra point. I know, but they won by more than one point. So you got it right. Okay... I'm just telling you because you asked. Mm-hmm. So, so Ethan got two points. So going into the rest of the games, that means he's closed the gap to four now. Ethan has some. I'm not on the hot seat, guys. I'm not on the hot seat. The Vikings will still lose. So, <laughs> but anyways, what were you going to say? You were looking something up. Um. Yeah, I was just going to look up one more thing quick before we wrap up. So... Just to show you kind of how fairly even it was, Chargers had 402 yards. The Raiders had 449. Chargers had 306 passing yards. Raiders had 276. Raiders had 173 rushing yards. Chargers had 96. Raiders averaged 6 yards per play. Chargers averaged 6.5. Both teams had 27 first downs. Chargers were 7 of 12 on third down. Raiders were 5 of 13 on third down. Raiders were 4 of 4 on fourth down. Chargers were 0 of 0. Raiders ran 75 total plays. The Chargers ran 62. Each team allowed one sack. Both teams punted twice. Raiders had six penalties for 69 yards. Chargers had three for 20. Uh, Raiders had the only turnover by throwing one interception, which I mentioned earlier. And the Raiders had time of possession, 37-31 to 31 minutes for the Chargers. So, again, it was pretty evenly matched. Uh, the Unfortunately, the Raiders uh, did throw one pick. Their, that was... Uh, was that the... Now I'm trying to remember now. That was the first field goal that they missed. That was in the fourth quarter, right? When they threw that? Yeah, that's right. I was just trying to remember when in the game it happened. I was going to... You got anything more you want to add about the game? So I can say something previous. Go ahead. Um, Last week, Patrick Mahomes played Miami. And they picked him off, what was it? Three times? And he still threw for 300 to 400 yards. Can you believe that? I know Patrick Mahomes is good, but... Man, you throw three interceptions and you can still find a way to win. And and get 300 to 200 passing yards in one game. And still throw three interceptions. Yeah, I can believe it just because it's... You're looking that up. Just because... I can believe it just because it's Patrick Mahomes. He finished with 393 yards. Yeah. Three interceptions, two touchdowns. I know that they start out slow, but... 
I think they'll still win this weekend. I'm sticking with my pick. I can't change it anyways, even if I wanted to. For the Kansas City game? Yeah, I said I can't change it even if I wanted to. Yeah, I don't think I'll, even if you wanted to, I don't think I'll allow that this year just because of the podcast. Norm, in the past, I think if somebody changed it before kickoff, I think I allowed it. But this year, just with the podcast, I think I allowed it once, at least, is what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure I allowed Noah to change it once. But either way, um, I think it's better not to allow it overall. So, anything else? No, I got nothing else other than I'm, other than I'm ready to take a long sleep. Yeah. No, I'll be ready to sleep too once I get back. But all right, thanks as always. It was fun. It sucks. My teams went zero and two with you over this week. It's oh, like man. your bad karma or something. Oh, but man, I feel real sorry about uh, my team's losing. But anyway, no, it was. <laughs> I'm glad we saw some good football. It sucks to lose a game like this in the playoff push, but overall it was a good game. So yep. uh, we'll get back to work and uh, we'll prepare for Miami and see what happens. Uh, you guys play them on Christmas? No, because they play New England Sunday. We played the Thursday game. We play them Saturday, the day after Christmas. It's a 7:15 Saturday night game. And that's also in Vegas. So okay. hopefully we can win that one and then get some help. But alright, thanks as always for listening. Uh thanks again, Colton. You're welcome. Everybody thanks for having me over. You're welcome. Everybody have a good night. Thanks as always for listening. Oh and Merry Christmas. Yeah, everybody have a very Merry Christmas. We'll do uh let's see. Is there a Thursday game the day before Christmas this you, week? You'll have to look that up. Let me look really quick before I go. I'm just trying to remember or I think of when we might do picks, if we'll have a podcast before Christmas or not. Because I work that day, or Christmas Eve, 7.30 to 11 o'clock. Okay. Uh, we might not have one till after anyway. I'm just uh, looking here. Nope. Okay. The Vikings-Saints are the first game of Week 16 on Christmas, so no Thursday night games. All right, so thanks as always again for listening. Thanks again, Colton. Everybody have a Merry Christmas and stay safe.